Father, we thank you, we worship you, we magnify your name, O Lord. There is none like you, Father. Saints of God, lift up your voice and worship him, give him praise. Magnify his name. There is none like him. From generation to generation, remain the same. Thank you, Lord God, the creator of heavens and the earth. We worship you for your goodness. We worship you for your kindness. We worship you for your outstretched arm. We worship you because you have been too good to us. Your words never fail. They are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Your word proves sure from ages to ages. You never change. We love you, O Lord. We love you. Our heart is full of gratitude. Our heart is full of appreciation. We have come to appreciate you. We have come to adore you, Lord. We have come to magnify you because there is no like you. We worship you, Lord. We magnify your name. The psalmist said, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praises. Father, thank you for being good to us. Thank you for being the real father to us, the actual father to us. You are not like our earthly parents, but you are different from them. You have so much more than they have for us. Thank you, Lord. Sense of God worshiping. Give him all the praise. And let's begin to ask him tonight that even as the word come, pray that the word will gain entrance into your heart. Pray that your understanding would be lifted high. Would be lifted. And you too will be lifted in your spirit. You will be lifted in your soul. You'll be lifted in your body. Pray that every broken heart be made tonight. Every sicknesses, diseases, and affliction are leaving you tonight. Living as many persons who are listening to this podcast on the internet. And those who are also listening to this podcast offline. Wherever you are, no matter the situation, no matter the condition, the pain that you are in right now. Jesus is here tonight. 
Jesus is here tonight to cure you of every infirmity, to cure you of every diseases, every sicknesses, to restore hope to you from every hopeless situation that you have been through all your life. Is here to heal, is here to restore, is here to deliver. Is here to make the blind eyes see, to make the deaf hear. Is here tonight. All he needs from you is your attention, is your feet in his world. I appreciate him tonight because there is nothing too difficult for him to do. The scripture says concerning him in Luke chapter 1, verse 37, and says, for with God, all things are possible. He proved that in the life of Abraham. He proved it in the life of Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, David, even in, even in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. He proved it. In the life of Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, it was also proved. Thank you, O Lord. Sense of God, God bless you all for coming. I pray tonight that the word of God will gain entrance into your heart in the name of Jesus. The fear of God which we have been looking at will be read to us and not abstract to us. And by it, we'll be able to wage good warfare in this life and at last the lord god will tell us well done good and faithful servants in that last day because we have fear respect reverence and honor and hope to that precious name thank you lord be thou exalted, be thou glorified. Thank you, excellent Father. Thank you, Most High God. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We magnify your name. Thank you, excellent Father. In Jesus' name, amen. I welcome you all to this um, wonderful podcast. Then we have been looking at um, the the subject matter we're looking at the fear of god today we are going to be looking at um, the negative um, effects of um, of the fear of god in the life of a believer praise god other messages I have here, other podcasts I have on this um, website is talking to Christians, not to unbelievers. So my messages are directly channeled to those who are born again. And if you are not born again, of course, you can do that by receiving the Lord Jesus Christ into your life. Accepting him as your Lord and Savior. And that will be all.
then from there you can start listening to you can start listening to this message not until then you are still alienated from the benefits that are associated with all these messages on this website it won't really benefit you that much unless you are born again hallelujah the last time we were looking at um the negative sorry the positive uh, effects of the fear of god in the life of a believer and i told you that we are going to be looking at the negative aspect to a life of a believer to the negative effects of um, the fear of God in the life of a believer. So, what are the consequences? What are the things that um, a believer is bound to suffer for neglecting the fear of God? And we have established what the fear of God is and what the fear of God is not, and what the fear of God entails. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So today, by way of starting up, uh, we'll start reading from the foundational scripture for this teaching, which is Job chapter 28, and Proverbs 1 7. All right, like every other time, I will be reading with um, the Living Bible, and I'll be reading from the Old King James Version too, for the sake of simplicity and clarity of uh, discourse. Now let's look at Proverbs chapter 28, verse 28 from the Living Bible. Proverbs 28, uh, sorry, Job 28, verse 28. And this is what he says to all mankind, Look, to fear the Lord is true wisdom. To forsake evil is real understanding. Right, let's look at that from uh, the Old King James Version of the Bible. Let's see what uh, King James Version of the Bible have to say. Proverbs chapter... I don't know why I'm saying Proverbs. Job, rather. Job chapter 28, verse 28. Let's uh, read it here. The Old King James Version, he said, And unto my, he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. Okay, and to depart from evil is understanding. Now let's go to the book of Proverbs, which I'll be saying again and again. Proverbs chapter 1, let's look at verse 7 from the old King, old King James Version of the Bible. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Let's look at it using the Levine Bible. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. Proverbs 1, verse 7. 
how does a man become wise the first step is to trust and reverence the lord holy fools refuse to be taught praise god the last time uh, i tried to make us understand using the book of um, psalms chapter 28 to show to us what christians believers in christ stand to gain if they will have absolute reverence and fear for the person of our lord god almighty right and i'm also going to use the same scripture today because there's two sides to that scripture which is positive and negative okay there's both positive and negative to the interpretation of that scripture both positive and negative aspects to that scripture now let's go back to that scripture again psalms chapter 28 let me read from verse 1 from the old king james version of the bible bless verse 1 now i read into the last verse bless is everyone that feareth the lord walketh in his wills for thou shalt eat the labor of thy hands happy shall thou be and it shall be well with thee thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of thine house of thy children like olive plants around about thy table behold verse 4 that toss shall the man be blessed that feareth the lord the lord shall bless thee out of zion and thou shalt see the good of jerusalem or the days of thy life yea thou shalt see thy children children and peace upon israel praise god this scripture also carefully represented um, or we portray what we have in Deuteronomy chapter 28. Now look at uh, verse 1. It said, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord. To hearken means to obey, to fear. Hacking diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of thy God. So the voice of the lord god almighty is the fear of the lord which a believer must also take note of if you have the fear of god you hear the voice of the lord and obey it verse 3 blessed shall that be now if they are king okay if they fear the lord and keep what he says they should do keep his command and he's telling them verse 3 blessed shall that be in the city and blessed shall that be in the feed Blessed shall be the fruit. Blessed 
shall be the fruits of the body and the fruits of the ground and the fruits of the cattle the increase of the king and the flocks of the sheep blessed shall be the baskets and the store blessed shall that be when thou comest in blessed shall that be when thou goest out the lord cause thy enemies thy enemy enemies the lord shall cause thy enemies rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face they shall come out against thee one way and shall flee before thee seven ways the lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses in all that thou settest thy hand upon and he shall bless thee in the land which the which the lord god giveth thee verse 9 the lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself as he hath sworn unto thee if thou you see if thou shalt keep the commandments of the lord thy god and walk in his ways and all people of the earth shall see that thou are called by the name of the lord thou shalt be and they shall be afraid of thee the lord shall make verse 11 thee plenteous in the goose in the fruits of the body and in the fruits of the cantle and in the fruits of the ground and in the land which the lord swear unto the fathers to give thee the lord verse 12 shall open unto thee his good treasures or treasure rather heaven to give rain unto thy land in its due season or in its season and to bless all the work of thy hand and thou shalt lend to many nations and thou shalt not borrow and the lord verse 13 shall make thee the head and not the tea and thou shalt be above only thou shalt not be benign if thou hearken unto the commandments of the law thy god which i command thee this day to observe and to do them and thou shalt not go aside from any verse 14 of the word which i command thee this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these causes shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Praise the Lord. In verse 16, say, Cause shall thou be in the city, and cause shall thou be in the field. Praise God. The one we want to tell me now or say or ask that why did jesus christ have to die these causes have been put away and all this stuff is under the law of mosaic covenant and have nothing to do with the believer today of course if you believe it that way it will be that way to you but the truth of the matter is if we refuse 
to follow God as suppose for us to follow him we are bound to suffer the shame not minding whether we are born again or not okay that is why we must be careful in following our Lord God Almighty why if we take him for granted and take what he says we should do for granted there is no way we can inherit those things which he has promised through his son Jesus Christ for our lives now if you look at the life of Saul for example Saul was a man ordained as the first king of Israel to be the general overseer, the one who was to govern all the activities of those who go out and come in in the land of Israel in his day. But in the, in the beginning, the Bible told us that he was a man very handsome. And there was no other man as tall as Samson as the son of Kish that he saw. And in the early days of his life, when he was not yet puffed up, he was a man that was pleasing, all those things that was pleasing in the sight of the Lord, until iniquity was found in him. What happened to him? All his possession, all his inheritance was transferred from him to David, the son of Jesse. Why? Because of his obedience. And I told you that obedience means if you obedience means having the fear of God. Anyone that lives in obedience as a child of God is living in the fear of God. Anyone that is disobedient is not living in the fear of God, but outside the fear of God. is living outside the fear of God. That's what it is. And um, no child that is disobedient will ever be entitled to his father's inheritance. No child who does not have the fear of experience will be entitled to the blessings, the goodness and mercies of his parents. Why? Because it's disobedience. The same way it is with our earthly parents, the same thing, the same way it is uh, with our Heavenly Father. Okay? So, if we go against what it says um, we should do or not do, we are doing ourselves great harm. I'm going to show to you why it looks like as if we are in, in the kingdom, we are in the church today. We are not fully maximizing our potential. We are not fully maximizing our, pose our possessions. Why? Because many of us are still living in disobedience. Still living in what? In disobedience. What is supposed to be a blessing to many of us believers today 
in the house of God have become a curse. Why? Because we are not ready to learn. We are not ready to be chastised. We are not ready to be chased. We are not ready to be corrected. We are disobedient to every laid down principle. In the word of God and has also given in the church by the elders, those that have been set above us. We can't expect to prosper under such atmosphere when we live in disobedience. Uh, like what we have today in the church, um, when people are corrected, they are reproof. What they normally do is that they change their place of worship to another place. Okay, where, where they can be living the kind of life they want and uh, nobody um, will hold them accountable. Nobody will correct them. They hide under big denominations and nobody will know what they are doing there. Such a thing is not what God is looking for. God is looking for those whose heart is after what he says they should do. God is looking for those who will really fear him, not because of um, what he has given them, but because they know it is their responsibility to do so. Okay, it is their duty to do so. It is their responsibility. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The book of Proverbs told us. So the essence to which you and I as believers, we also go in our walk with God in this kingdom is to the extent to which we are submissive. Okay which we are obedient to what the Lord God Almighty says we should do. And anything short of that and outside that will bring us um, negative effects. Now, there are blessings here in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. There are blessings and also there are causes. If we do anything that is not according to the will of God as believers, what we are going to suffer is the negative effects. Most of the time, we always blame devil for everything that happened to us in life. But we never agree or come to terms that there are certain things we are responsible for. It's always the devil or my father, or my mother's house, or my boss, or my friends, you know, or money. There are so many things we always want to use as alternative. My siblings and all those stuff as means of raising unnecessary excuses for not being where you were supposed to be. But we are afraid to recognize the fact that God is God of principle. God is God of instruction. God is God that disciplines his children for their own good and not for, and not for his own good. Now, I say, blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord and walketh in his way. What happened is that uh, one of the negative effects of not having the fear of God as a believer 
okay, is that in, in, in the place of blessing, you inherit causes. Okay, in the place of what? Blessings. You inherit causes. On the last day, God is going to only say, Well done, thou good and what? Faithful servant. You see, good and faithful servant. He's not going to say, Well done to disobedient servant. No. He's only going to be, Well done to thou good and what? Faithful servant. Are you getting it now? So those who did not serve him in, in his sphere and those who did not live in obedience to what his word says concerning him are already cursed and as such will be far away from him. Why? Because their blessing has been turned into what? Cursing. We have this every day. And it's happening and happening and happening again in the church because people always believe that they will always find their way through and they have always been finding their way through. But there is causes, okay? There are a lot of causes. Most persons castigate uh, the servant of God that is over them who ravages the home of their fellow brethren and do a manner of hurts to their fellow believers time after time such people are not far from causes because they have torn the blessing of god that should have been upon their life to causes hallelujah the book of it um, um i think um, it should be Let's see the book of Isaiah 28. There's something I would like to read there. Isaiah chapter 28. Um, he said, For, he said, Isaiah chapter 28, verse 28, he said, For precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here it leads you, and there it leads you. So that is what the word of God is. We must obey the word of God, principle by principle, line upon line, and take here and take there. That is it. And this is not to make us uncomfortable, but rather to bring the best out of us. Okay? Jesus Christ went through all we can ever think of. Why? So that he will become a perfect example for us. You see that? A perfect Example for you and I. Today we all reference to him, Jesus Christ. Why? Because of the way he portrays himself, the kind of life he lives. 
So the same way you and I must have to pattern our life after him. If we desire to have his blessings and his prosperity upon our lives. Okay. God did not institute his fear in the scripture to punish us, but rather to bring out the best in us. See? To bring out the best in what? You know, now look at Isaiah chapter 62, verse 2. Isaiah 62, verse 2. It said, For all those things had my hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. That word there, poor, means humble. Okay? So, so it's, I, 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 you see, let's take it again. Saith the Lord, the be part of it, saith the Lord, but to this man will I look. That this man can mean woman or man. That's male or female. He's talking to the both of them. But to this man will I look. Even to him that is poor, as humble, and of a contrite, that is a honest spirit or holy spirit, and trembleth at my word. What does it mean to tremble? To tremble means to fear. Okay, so if we do not do this thing, what is going to happen is that we most certainly will be far from the blessing of the Lord. Do not forget that the Lord God is a consuming fire. Those who go against what he told them to do must have to face the consequences. And that is why he trained us so as not to be victim. Of these things okay so as not to be victims of these things that can easily um, separate us from him now look at um, look at um, 2 Timothy chapter 2 2 Timothy chapter 2, let's start from verse 19. 2 Timothy chapter 2 from verse 19. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse, starting from verse 19. It says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standed sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Let everyone who named the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of good and of honor, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself for these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meant for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. Then let's move. Um, um, the scripture I'm looking for. Is the part I'm looking for. Okay. 
there's still a part I'm looking for. Let me check. Let me check first. Timothy chapter two. Praise God. I hope you are being blessed tonight. We pray that the Lord God will transform us by His Word, so that we can have the heart to serve Him well. Not because He hates us, but because. He wants the best for us. Okay, is that Second Timothy chapter two? Right. Let's uh, read um, verse eleven. Okay, he said, "It is a faithful saying: For if we be dead with him, we shall also reign with him." If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. You see, it is the suffer that that suffer that means Christian affliction, persecution, turbulence, and trying these in this world. Verse 12. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. You see, <laughs> if we believe not yet, he abides faithful. He cannot deny himself. You see, that God cannot deny those who are His is a lie. The only thing that will make him not to deny them is if they keep on on track, keep on walking on course. Okay, now let's look at um. Verse two of that Psalms. Look at verse two of that Psalm uh, one twenty eight. We will not be victim of any of this in the name of Jesus. It says, "For thou shalt eat the labor of thy hands. Happy shall thou be, and shall be well within." Now look at these three things are there. One, for thou shalt eat the labor of thy hands. But what will happen is that your labor will not be in vain. That's number two. Instead of enjoying blessing, one I said you, you become cursing. Then in, in, instead of enjoying labor here and having happiness and um, having happiness and also being uh, having a, a good well-being will be truncated. Okay, this this number two will there, it will be hard labor without a profit. You just labor in vain. You just labor in vain. You just keep thinking and thinking and thinking why things are not falling in place the way you intend them to be falling in place. Okay, why? Because you are disobedient. Number three is that there will be absence of joy. You you won't have any. What will give you joy in life when there's cause, there is um, um there is um, walking as if elephant and eating as if you're an ant, wake up early and sleep late. But here there's nothing to show for it at the end of every year. Then the life just keep on going around and around and around and around. So the battery is that there will be no joy. Okay. And number four, 
it can never be well with that man. It can never be well. Okay, it can never be well with that man in anything uh, that he found himself in. Uh, he said, Thy wife shall be a fruitful vine by the side of that house. So instead of fruitfulness in the family, there will be barrenness. You see, that's the same cost that came upon the children of Israelites in Deuteronomy chapter 28. Okay, instead of having a happy home, a house will be a chaotic home, a nagging home, a problematic home, a home of rebellion or rebellious children. Okay, rebellious mother, rebellious children, instead of being wonderful children, they become a problematic children. It be just from one problem to another, from one crisis to another. Okay, so number three, I said there will be what barrenness. It's number four rather. There will be barrenness. One who said curse will replace blessing. Then there will be um, uh, well labor in vain. There will be there will be no joy. And there will also be no awareness as number four. Then number five, I say there will be barrenness. Okay. When there is barrenness, the home will lack prosperity and the home will be upside down. And the children will also misbehave more or less like a vagabond and children without uh, control. Right? That's what many five I've listed now. Verse 4, behold, um, behold, that toss shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion, and thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of thy life. Okay. Then, yea, thou shalt see thy children's children. And peace upon Israel. What is going to happen next? Number six is there will be war, premature deaths. Okay, as a result of all these things that have happened and happened, anyway. it's cause work, labor in vain, no joy, no awareness, no the family is upside down, no prosperity, no peace, no rest, no quietness, sickness is upon sickness, problem upon problem. And the next thing that will follow is deaths. Okay, there will be what deaths as a result of what absence of the fear of God. So these are the negative effects. Spiritual and physical death is what follows. So there's be no relationship anymore. And at that point, anything can happen to that man or woman. So we must be careful to observe these things so as not to be victims. So as not to be victims in any way. May the Lord God Almighty bless you all. I took time to listen. Look time took our time to be part of us this evening. It is my utmost prayer that the Lord God Almighty will keep you, sustain you and help you. And then none of these causes will come upon you. But rather, 
really be blessings to you alone. You're going out and coming in blessings alone. That is what they will be to you. It's going to be blessing and blessing alone. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you tonight. And this is well with you in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. And the Lord God will keep this world strong and mighty in your heart. And you live by it daily. And at the end, Joshua 1, 8, be fulfilling your life, your heart, in the name of Jesus. Once again, I encourage you to share this podcast with friends and family, different social media platforms. Let many persons be aware of what the Lord is doing. Let's hasten the time of, um, let's hasten the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. As you do so, may the Lord God bless you and keep you till I come your way again. Remain blessed and God bless you. Good night.